Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. everyone welcome back to our final episode in the self series hopefully this is our last one it's our fifth one right now I'm sure y'all are sick of it at this point but as God sends us ideas we just kind of roll with it and we've gone on for a long time now so I think this is going to be the last one self-defense big topic today (laughs) we're going to teach you how to be safe while running Just kidding. We're not going to teach you how to do that. (laughs) If we talked about like literal self-defense, this podcast would take a very weird turn. This would. Plus, I don't think I know anything about that. I don't either. I have pepper spray on my keys. Yeah, I have a mace. Yeah. My brother actually sprayed it once and it like lost pressure. So I don't think it would actually be useful at all if I really needed it. But I have pepper spray. So maybe it would just like scare them away. It's pink. I've like used mine a couple times, but not like self-defense get away from me you know like (laughs) i do know a story of ella using pepper spray that is not podcast worthy (laughs) story it's a good story but i don't think it's a it's appropriate to share on here and i I don't (laughs) want anyone to know about it so whatever so anyway um (laughs) if you ever become really good friends with ella you should totally ask her about her Pepper spray story. It's yep. a good story. Anyway, yep. not what we're talking about today. Self-defense. The other kind of self-defense, really we just put a really fancy name on um, talking about the armor of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The armor of God, it's not something I've like ever learned about, I guess. I don't know. Like Growing up in the church, I've always known that spiritual warfare exists and it's important to stay strong against temptations and all these things, but I've never like really understood about it or learned it or anything. So it was fun getting prepared for this episode and reading all these things. Like there's just a lot to it. And I don't know, it's just kind of cool the way that God talks about how we need to defend ourselves in our Christian lives. Mm-hmm. I think my only previous knowledge of the armor of God was once in homeschool co-op. I remember singing a song about the armor of God. I can't sing it to you today, so it obviously wasn't that monumental. And then number two, Bible Man. I don't know if any of you guys watch Bible Man as a kid. It's worse than Veggie Tales, if that even <laughs> is saying anything. But like Bible Man puts on the full armor of God in every theme song though that's my only recollection and memory of the armor of god this it must just be a homeschool thing i don't know but addy i feel like you throw a lot of like god children god shows out there like what's in the bible and then what what one did you just say uh bible man bible man veggie tales like I don't know. I've never watched any of these shows, so... I don't know. My mama had some really good jams playing for us in the car. And, oh, Gigi, have you ever heard <laughs> No. Gigi, God's Little Princess Man. I love that one. <laughs> it's about as bad as it sounds. I mean, my parents are Christians, but I was never introduced to this stuff as a kid. Ella's the one that does our show notes, 
So Ella, I have a task for you. Please see if you can find a full episode on YouTube of Bible Man and Gigi, God's Little Princess, and link them down below. I think it would be very beneficial for our audience. I thought you were going to tell me to watch them, and I was like, no. I'm not wasting my time. (laughs) Nope. All you got to do is, (laughs) you have more time on your hands now. (laughs) We also won't get into that, but (laughs) Ella has a little bit more time on her hands lately, which... Wow, we're just exposing Ella on this episode today. Which we'll probably talk about later because it's... It's a pretty big deal, but it's not something that I feel ready to talk about right now. Exactly. Yes. So... But by the time this episode airs, I'm sure. I'll probably be ready. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we are digressing from our wow, point. yeah. Ooh. So I'm going to go ahead and start before we go too crazy and just read the scripture passage of where this whole idea of self-defense and the armor of God comes from. So Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says, A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be able to be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Dang. There you go, guys. (laughs) It's a super powerful passage. Like, I've never studied it until I've gotten ready for this episode, and it's really good. Yeah, it's awesome. I think the entire passage is really talking about this spiritual warfare, and it's saying, you know what, guys? Like, this really this really exists and it's important for us as believers to be equipped for this defense and this um this armor of god is something that we have to put on daily and we put this on daily so that we can withstand the attacks from the devil and i think spiritual warfare is something that number one i wish i knew more about yes right now me and ella's fascination probably ella a little more than (laughs) me is like demons and like actual (laughs) thank you for making me sound like a weirdo on today's episode i hate you're welcome i'm really just must be in a fiery mood (laughs) No, but we really do want to do an episode on spiritual warfare at some point because it's a really interesting topic, but like Addie said, neither of us know enough about it to mm-hmm. teach on the subject, so eventually we will do something on it, but just know now like spiritual warfare exists right. and demons exist and angels exist and it's a battle that's going on every single day, whether we realize it or not. And it is super important for us as believers to be equipped to have the armor of God so we can be safe. Right. As real as God is, is exactly as real as Satan is mm-hmm. and as demons and spiritual warfare is. Like, it is it is real, guys. It and really we really is. don't talk about it at all, I no. think. Not very often. Yeah. 
Anyway, kind of how we have designed this episode is really taking that passage that Ella just read and breaking it down into the seven main parts of what God is telling us to put on as um, spiritual armor or as the armor of God. So the first one on there is the belt of truth. So in the Bible, it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. And truth is the belt that holds all of the other pieces of armor in place. Mm -hmm. It's like when you put on a pair of jeans or whatever, like your jeans aren't going to stay on unless you put the belt on, you know, like the belt is kind of the central part with our whole set of armor we need to wear. And John 8, 32 says, Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth is that God's love and his grace for us has set us free from sin and death. And the devil wants us to believe lies that like we're stuck in sin and we're lost and without hope and all these things. But like as Christians, we can know the truth and we can live a life that is upright and is holy. And so having this belt of truth is super important because Like I said, this belt is central to keeping everything else on. If you know the truth, if you know that you have hope, you have life, you are free because of Christ Jesus, like that's what's going to hold everything else in your life together. Mm -hmm. It says you know the truth and the truth has set you free. And I really liked what Ella was talking about there when she was talking about the lies of Satan because... We love to believe the lies of Satan all the time. You know, Satan is telling telling us all the time that you can't. You know, you can't overcome alcohol. You can't overcome sleeping with your boyfriend. You can't overcome these things in this world. It just has a grip on you. Well, what does Christ say? Christ says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Mm-hmm. Um, Satan wants you to believe it's too late to get out of sin. You know, you're too far gone, you know, goner, hmm, whatever. Can't get out of this now. I've got you in the grip of my hand. Well, what does Psalms, Psalms 103 verse eight say? The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plentiful in mercy. God is slow to anger. You, (laughs) if you are alive and still breathing and your heart is still pumping on this earth, you've got time, baby. Yeah. Trust me. And lastly, the devil wants you to believe that you don't matter. I see this all the time in the world today, just believing, oh, we all love to believe this little lie that I don't matter. Well, what does John 3, 16 said? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Who did he give it for? He gave it for you. Do not tell me you don't matter when the one, like God's one and only son died for you. You have worth and you matter because of this. And these are the lies that Satan is throwing at us. And if we do not belt ourselves with the belt of truth, of the scripture we're gonna miss out right we will fall into these lies and i think with what you're saying like the lie that you don't matter like with john 3 16 for god so loved the world a lot of times we read world and we don't realize just how profound that statement is how radical that is that god like the world isn't the whole world except Addie, the whole world except ella the whole world except you no you are in the world you are one of the people that Jesus died for. And so I think just taking that seriously of how much God really loves you, like, there you go, combat a lie right there. Belt of truth there. Or suspenders of truth. Suspenders of truth. I like that better. Dang. Or throw your name into that verse. You know, God so loved Addie. 
like throw your name into that and i think it really changes it it's not just oh the world you know hello yeah. over there my neighbors and eh, the other people not me no throw your name into that because that promise is for you too mm-hmm. don't forget it mm-hmm. but how how do we do this how can we start putting on the belt of truth every day well the lies of satan can be thrown at you over and over again because that is what the world wants you to believe but if you do not know god's word you cannot combat that right away right. what did i combat all those lies of satan with a verse of what the truth of the bible says so let's start number one start a day in the word and number two let's start memorizing scripture if i'm prone to believe a certain lie well let's flip that let's memorize scripture that combats that lie so that when i'm falling into the belief of a lie that satan is telling me i can quickly turn that verse over in my mind and say no this is what christ says about me uh-huh. yeah yeah Get, like addy said getting into the word memorizing the word is essential that's how you put your suspenders on every day or your belt or whatever belt the truth <laughs> anyways so the next um piece of armor that god tells us about is the breastplate of righteousness and that verse says and the body armor of god's righteousness so the breastplate of righteousness protects your heart from satan and other dangerous worldly influences that can come at us like all these things are talking about are essential you know like the belt keeps everything else on and whatever and our heart pumps blood through our body we all need our heart and so we need our heart to be protected from these nasty things that can get inside Mm -hmm. proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life and i was reading up on the breastplate of righteousness and why do we need to wear it well we need to wear the breastplate of righteousness because my righteousness is not good enough my good works will never measure up at all and so because my righteousness is not enough i have to wear jesus's breastplate of righteousness wow i really you're really having a hard time with this word yes but i've got a list going on (laughs) But continue. Good point. <laughs> I think I ended my point. You can continue. Your okay. Point. Okay. Um, so yeah, like Addie said, we our hearts aren't righteous. We need Jesus's righteousness. And so once you're saved, once you repent of your sins and like surrender your life to God, and once you're saved, Jesus comes into your heart through Jesus you are righteous in the sight of God and so we really need to protect that that's a big deal and so how do we put on this breastplate of righteousness so I would just say identify righteous activities that strengthen you things you're passionate about things God's gifted you in do these things participate in these things and that's going to continue to grow in your heart and then identify unrighteous activities that will weaken you so what tempts you what exposes you and tempts you to immoral behavior like watching tv shows that aren't righteous shows being around people who aren't righteous who don't have the spirit in them or like you're out late at night all these different areas where you're tempted to let down your guard take off that breastplate of righteousness don't do those things and don't be around those people because Guarding your heart is super important. Mm -hmm. I really like what Ella said when she was talking about identifying your righteous activities. And I think it's really, really interesting that God puts a passion inside of each one of us Mm -hmm. for 
some ministry, some cause, some something, go find that. Go find what you are passionate about in Christ and run after that. Pursue righteousness in your passion. It's so much fun. I'm looking at me and Ella doing this. (laughs) Before we started this episode, Ella looked at me and she goes, this is so much fun. What is that what you said? Yeah, I was like, I love this. It's so fun. Yeah, and I was like, that's weird. I was thinking the exact same thing (laughs) at the exact same moment. Go pursue a righteous passion for Christ. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, Right, right. Addie and I stepped out in faith and obedience, and we started this podcast, and like, I've I've never looked back. I'm so glad we did it. Mm-hmm. So, but no pride for ourselves. Like God was the one. The Holy Spirit was the one that was like, "You need to do this. It'll be scary. You need to do this. It'll be scary." He's like, "Okay, I'm doing it." <laughs> anyway, yeah. Number three, the sandals with the gospel of peace. And so the verse that correlates with that one is for shoes. Put on the peace that comes from the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. So as servants of the Lord, we we need these shoes that will take us wherever the Lord leads us. And these shoes will give us a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like shoes are super important. And as a runner, like I really believe in getting good quality shoes because shoes is what like keeps your feet protected and safe and it keeps your legs from hurting and your back in line and like all these things. Good quality shoes are so important. And at the time this was written, when Paul wrote this, people didn't really wear shoes or they wore like sandals or whatever, but soldiers during this time needed good quality thick shoes to protect them, to carry them far distances. We need these shoes of the gospel to protect us, to take us out far distances, to sustain us, because nothing is going to take care of us or sustain us or give us hope like the gospel does. And so these gospel shoes of peace is what's going to carry us out far Mm. distances. Yeah. And in John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they will follow me. And I like going back to that first verse when we were talking about the sandals and the gospel of peace. It said, put on the peace that comes from the good news. And it makes me think, you know, what is the good news? That's the gospel. The word gospel literally means the good news. But I think often as Christians, as we get farther along from our walk, you know, we sit in church and we hear the gospel message over and over and over again. And we're like, oh, yep, it's the gospel over and over again. But let's let's not just sit and be like, oh, there it is right there. Let's bask in the glory yeah, and yeah. the profound nature of the gospel. It should get better and better, better every time. Exactly, because exactly. I realize how much more I need it. Mm-hmm. And I fall victim to that a lot where I'm like, oh, it's the gospel again. Well, Let's know the gospel in and out so well that we can replicate it to anyone and everyone. Amen. Amen. I agree. So how do we put on these sandals, these shoes of the gospel? First of all, like Addie said, remind yourself of your need for the gospel daily. Because if you're like, oh, I'm just going to run outside real quick, not going to throw on some shoes. And then you walk across the gravel and you're like, ouch, should have put those shoes on. That hurts. Like, remember... You need the gospel every single day. You can't run out the front door without your shoes on. You can't walk out in your day in life without remembering you need the gospel. And not only like remember that you need the gospel, but know how much other people need the gospel too. Have these shoes on that will carry you to other people so you can share the gospel with these other people. And 
obviously the gospel is the most important thing and the most central thing, but a really great way to kind of share your faith and share this with other people is sharing your testimony. And like that is just your personal testimony is really a testimony to God and how he has worked in your life. And then finally, live by the fruit of the spirit. Let God sanctify you so that people can see you walking and know Oh, she walks differently. I wonder what shoes she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the gospel shoes. It's the new balance. <laughs> <laughs> I like what Ella said there, though, when she's like, okay, number one, share your testimony. But number two, you should live by the fruit of the spirit. And if you're living by that, it is a testimony to others. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you're like, oh, this is what God has done in the past. But like people should also be able to see what you're doing in the future, too. You should be living in that spirit constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So the fourth self-defense armor of God, whatever, is the shield of faith. And in this verse, it says, in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. So basically, it's exactly how it sounds. Satan is going to attack you, these fiery arrows, and he's going to send doubts, temptations, all sorts of like evil blows your way and so we need this shield of faith so we can turn our backs we can hold up our shield and let this shield of faith protect us from the devil because we with faith we know that God is going to work all things out for our good and so when you have doubts when you have temptations you have this faith of knowing God's going to work everything out for my good Mm -hmm. and so it's just really important that you have that shield to protect you. Yeah, I really like how when we're talking about all these things, it's something we're doing beforehand, before the attack comes. You know, we are putting on our armor of God before the attack comes. And that makes me really think about it when I'm thinking about a shield, because you're holding that shield out so that the arrows don't get to your body, that you don't have to use the armor. And when I think about the shield of faith, it really makes me think about boundaries. And boundaries are something you normally set up so that the temptation and the doubt and all these other things don't happen. It's Mm -hmm. like... It is that fence, or rather in this sense, it is that shield. So I don't know. I think this is just something that is really important in our life. I was listening to a podcast the other day on just having boundaries with everyone, even in your friend relationships, your dating relationships, your relationship with um, your in-laws, your family, your parents, everything. Just setting up these boundaries with people as well as boundaries with yourself you know I can't handle watching tv late at night because it leads me to fall into sin okay let's start a boundary there we can do this we can use our shield of faith and put that up and say you know what I'm gonna shield this attack before it gets too close to home Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a really good point with we don't pull our shield up once the arrows already hit us you know they'd be pointless you'd probably push it farther in (laughs) right you gotta hold it up before the attacks come and I want to mention too like this shield of faith this thing called faith it's not something we just muster up on our own and we figure out on our own like faith is God's gift to us as once we become a Christian and we take that step as we walk in him and as God sanctifies us he grows and develops our faith. He makes our faith stronger. He makes that shield thicker, bigger, whatever it is. Like, just ask God to give you faith because right. he will. That's yeah. not a prayer he's going to be like, mm, 
No, no thank you. <laughs> when you're saying that, you're like, God will make your shield bigger or thicker or stronger. It made me think about things that we can be doing, um, like how we can be using this shield of faith. And, you know, when you watch the movies of people fighting and they all like link up and put their shields together and they like run in at each other. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And so it's like one big, oh, and they even put them over their head. Yeah, Have you seen that? Yeah. And they all like run in like a little turtle. <laughs> Not my point, but... A shield is always stronger when they're linked together. Mm-hmm. Same thing with us Christians. You know, we are stronger together in fellowship. I can be struggling and Ella can look at me and tell me what I need to hear about God. And I don't want to hear it, but I know I need to hear it. And we're stronger together. We've got that shield out there ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like praying for each other and like sending, I don't know, a podcast or, you know, anything that's going to uplift someone else that's linking your shields together and I would say too like when these arrows are coming when you're holding your shield up when you're scared remember God's faithfulness and his victories in your past I know for me I look back at times in my life and I'm like wow I so totally see how God was there and to just reading these stories in the Bible gives us so much encouragement of how God time and time again he is always faithful and he is always protecting us Mm -hmm. so just just remember that as well it also makes me think of the promise of the rainbow whenever the rainbow comes up it's the promise of god saying i will Mm. never um flood the earth ever again it's like that promise that shield like i'm protecting you same with the shield i've got you guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank Mm -hmm. you jesus let's take back the rainbow y'all anyway number five is the helmet of salvation so in the bible it tells us to put on salvation as your helmet so the head is the home to the thought and the mind and it keeps our body running it literally is the thing that keeps all the organs going right your brain tells your heart to pump it tells your lungs to breathe like your brain is the the ceo the main guy without your brain you'd be toast (laughs) literally toast Yeah, so just as the brain is one of the most important parts of our body, salvation is one of the most important things of our life. Mm -hmm. Not even one of the most important things of your life. It is the most important thing of your life because without salvation, your eternity is in hell. (laughs) It's okay. It's in hell. Yep. Yep. Very very much so. But in 1 John 1, 9, it's kind of walking through, you know, what is salvation? How do I get this? How do I obtain this? And it says, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can have so much peace as Christians knowing that if we've repented of our sins, if we trust Jesus for our salvation, he will cleanse us from that and he will present us as righteous to God, like as we talked about earlier. And so it's important to have this helmet of salvation to be saved because you can't even like put on all these other things if you're not saved in the first place like breastplate of righteousness belt of truth that doesn't mean anything if you're not saved like all these things are to protect your heart and protect your salvation and protect your relationship with God and so here's how you put on this helmet of salvation number one get saved If you're not saved yet, what are you waiting for? (laughs) I mean, God, God wants everyone to be saved. God loves all of us and you need to be saved to, to live your life, to go to heaven and to, if you're already are saved, 
Be confident in that. Be confident in your salvation. Put on this helmet. Wear it proudly. Know that you're safe. Yeah. I would say a little bit more to the person that is, you know, what are you waiting for? I would say, (laughs) if you're not quite there, pray for the conviction. Yeah. Pray that, hey, God, like, I, I know this is something. Like, I know I need this but you're not just quite quite there yet. You know, there's right. those people, and I've seen them, they're like on that fence, on that edge. Pray for that conviction. Right, right. Pray for God and to push Addie you And Addie and I will be, we always pray for all of you guys listening, but like, we'll especially be praying for you if you're not quite there yet, because we'll be, we'll be praying that God will speak to you, and he'll bring someone into your life, or you'll find, you'll, mm-hmm. he'll lead you to him. Mm-hmm. And I like also, too, what she said is being confident in your salvation. Um, I think we also have to be careful to not take this as a crutch because I can be confident in my salvation and I can mess up and know, hey, right then and there, this sin isn't held against me. This really doesn't matter in the scheme of my eternity because God has already paid for it. Mm -hmm. And I remember just the change of heart that occurred in me when I began to realize that that was truly true. That like I sinned, but it really doesn't matter anymore. I don't have to make up for that or do anything because Christ has already done that. And when you have realized that, like, let's be careful to not use that as a crutch of, right. it, oh, whatever. It doesn't mean, like, God paid for it so I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that. It just means you don't have to have guilt over your sin anymore. Right. And I see people who have definitely lived under that. Oh, well, God paid for it, so what does this little sin matter? Let's not abuse the salvation that God has given right. us. That's not exactly. what we're here for. Exactly. So, number six, the sword of the Spirit. And the Bible says, and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the Bible says that very straightforward here. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. And notice too how all these other pieces of the armor of God is like things that we put on and that protect us and whatever. But the sword of the spirit is the only defensive piece of the armor of God that you are actively using against other people. And God's word is how we can confirm our salvation. It's how we grow in our faith. And that's how we defend Christianity, knowing God's word. When people ask you those questions, when people don't understand, if you know God's word, you can pick up your sword and you can defend your faith and you can defend Christianity. Mm -hmm. It's always interesting to me. I've heard the debate of, oh, well, preach to me Jesus without using the Bible. You know, I want you to explain to me how God is real, but don't leave the Bible completely out of it. That's not what we're called to do as Christians. I'm not supposed to just come to you and be like, oh, I know you don't believe in the Bible, so I'm going to explain this to you without using it. No. Like it's saying right here, we have the sword of the spirit. It is our defense. It is what we use. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid to use scripture. Scripture is what transforms people. Right, right. And we can know that the Bible and the scripture, it's not just a book. It's not just stories. This is God's word. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, cutting between sword and spirit, joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The Bible and God's word is powerful. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast today and it was talking about the archaeological evidence pointing to the truth of the Bible versus other religions. And it was talking about how there was overwhelming evidence supporting that the Bible is historically true and like 
the dates are extremely accurate based mm-hmm. on the time frame and just the customs of life and whatnot. And I would love to do an episode on that and like talk about, you know, specifics in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We obviously can't go into that in this episode, but just know that there is so much historical and like factual evidence pointing to the reliability of the Bible. And no, we can't go into that in that episode, in that episode, this episode right here. But, but it's, it's important to know. And we see in the scripture how important it is to know the scripture because when Satan is tempting Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus fights back with scripture. Jesus picks up his sword of the spirit and he uses that to fight back against Satan's temptations. And so God's word is powerful. If God's word can fight Satan off, like Mm-hmm. It, it clearly works. It's powerful. And so we need it and we need to know it to be able to defend ourselves. Exactly. So how do we do this? How do we pick up our sword? What do we do with it? I would say arm yourself by either getting into the word now, if you're not in it at all, or dive in deeper. Mm-hmm. You can never have enough Jesus and never have <laughs> enough time in his word, especially when we are getting attacked. When we are putting on this armor and we are being attacked by the devil, this is the time to run to the Bible and Mm -hmm. to run deeper. And for the person who is not currently experiencing an attack by the devil right now, get in your Bible. You are currently preparing yourself for when you will be. It is not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. Exactly. Get yourself in your Bible, people. Exactly. It's like you're training for the war, you know? Or right. like, like, I don't know. That sounds what really would be, bad. What would like be you're the, taking fencing classes for when you have a fencing tournament, I was, you know? Yeah, I was just going to talk about I mean, about, I could go with any other sport, but I thought of fencing because they're talking about swords. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we literally could just say... Um, what would be the military without basic training or any training beforehand? Oh. <laughs> that would be a very logical response. But <laughs> oh, We're getting weird with our analogies here, but the point is no matter where you're at in this battle, if you're currently being attacked, if you're not being attacked, or if you were just attacked and you're beaten down right now, like be in the word no matter what phase you're in. And finally, our seventh defense isn't a literal piece of armor we put on, but kind of like the belt, this is what keeps it all together, and this is prayer. In the Bible, it says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And so as believers, we are praying that God will protect us, that all this armor we have on will protect us, and we need to be praying for other believers as well, that God will protect them. And their armor will protect them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good example of this is like right now I'm praying for my future husband and my future children, even though I don't have either of those things right now. And I think it is that protection piece of I'm praying, Lord, bring me someone who's like this. Lord, protect my children and bring them to salvation, even though I don't you know, have either of these things yet. I'm asking God to protect them in prayer because ultimately I am not in charge of his will. I don't determine that. It is God's will. But I'm right. I'm praying in his will of Lord willing bring Protect me them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so prayer isn't like 
a literal thing you put on or you wear. So let's talk about how to use this imaginary defense of prayer. So obviously pray daily, pray throughout the day. If you think of something or someone, just pray impulsively and just take all these worries and all your thoughts and everything going on to God. God cares. God wants to know. God cares about all the little details in our lives and if you're wondering about prayer or you're struggling with it, if you have any questions at all, go listen to our two episodes on prayer we did with Pastor Aaron Moore. Um, we will link both of those. So before this episode started, me and Ella were talking about someone who God randomly put on my heart um, in the middle of church this weekend. And then it was really interesting because that person reached out to me and I was like, oh, this requires action and follow through. And I think God often prompts us with those little things, and we need to be faithful and carry those out in prayer and even in responding to those. But it's kind of like that. Oh, there's that little drop. Let's go pray about that. Like, Mm -hmm. let's take this to the Lord so it's not just this little thought in my brain, but rather I'm submitting this to God, to his will, to his plan, Mm -hmm. to my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I just want to end with... The armor of God isn't something that we use when we're in the middle of tough times. Like, people in these, in wars, in these movies, and whatever, they don't run out to battle and then quick throw on their armor while they're out there. Like, they gear up and they go Mm -hmm. out there. And so, as Christians, we know that the war is going on every single day. Spiritual warfare exists. It is always going on. And so, we need to gear up daily because the war is constantly going on. It's not, oh, when I go through a tough time, I'll gear up. There's always spiritual warfare. There's always something going on. We always need to be geared up. And so Addie and I are just praying that all of our listeners would take to heart all these different pieces of armor that we need to wear and that they would practice putting them on every single day. Mm -hmm. I also thought it was interesting too, if you are running out to battle, as Ella just said, I don't run out there and decide to not put on my helmet because I don't think I'm going to get hit in the head with a sword that day. Instead, I put it all on because I am unaware of the attack from the devil. I am unaware where he is going to strike, what's going to be hit. And instead, I'm choosing daily to put on each and every one of these armors, these defenses, this armor of God, so that I can be ready no matter where the attack hits. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you are still here listening to the self-series, our hat's off to you because this has gone on for a dang long time. But I feel like we're ending it on a pretty good note. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a lot of other episodes coming, a lot more planned. So we are excited for you to hear all of our future episodes, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.